Money, 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 money. Money. You know the song? Yeah. It's about money. Yeah, that's not what I'm making the face about. <laughs> it's my skills. Mad skills. Ah, some to be desired. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Reject the Regular. My name is Angel. I'm Jen. And today we got money on our mind and our minds on our money. Snoop Dogg. Now you know it's Snoop Dogg. Before you thought it was somebody else. Why you always got to call me out? You know what? I'm going to start calling you out on everything. You do call me out on everything. Just not on the podcast. It's the wearing that same pajama shirt all the time for me. Saturday. It's pajama day. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So money was a huge obstacle. I don't know if others feel this way. And I think you do because our biggest podcast listening is our $1,300 on debt. Yeah, money hits a nerve. Yeah. And we have to update that. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably won't be for a month, but <laughs> we do have to update you guys. I don't know. Maybe we can squeeze in extra podcasts here and there somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. So if you are like how we used to be, we did not talk about money with each other. Oh, it, was, it was like fighting words. It was something that was about. So we were the couple because... I'm hoping all of you have now already listened to a lot of our older podcasts, if not start listening to them, because I had a lot of anger in me. Um, I decided for us to not fight because it was bad when we fought Mm. because I was angry. So we would just kind of ignore. We do that a lot, though. No, we would would talk about money and then it would always end up in an argument no matter what. Like just. And it wasn't like, I hate you or it's your fault. It was just like, I hate doing this. Talking about, yeah, talking about budgeting or I hate budgeting. even talking about bills and stuff. I like Dave Ramsey, but your budget system is crap. I hate, I hate his way of budgeting. It's, it still brings up nerves. It's still, no, I'm just kidding. I it's not. getting all angry again. No, it's okay. Um, now we figured out our own way of budgeting and it's helped us deal with it. And we could talk about money a lot better mm-hmm. than we used to. Now we still have a lot of ways to go, I think. Yeah, we still do. So before it was like off limits. We didn't talk about it because it would start a fight all the time. It was mm-hmm. just uncomfortable for both of us. We didn't agree on a lot of stuff. So it was like a pain point. Money mm-hmm. was a pain point. Mm-hmm. And so there's a reason why people say money is one of those things that, I don't know what the statistic is, probably 95% of divorces. No, I can't just make it up. That's way too crazy. <laughs> no, we're going to make one up. 75% of divorces are because of money. Based on a statistic I made up for this podcast. And that's a lot. It is high, but it's not that. (laughs) Two out of three. Two out of three. (laughs) Four out of five dentists break up because of money. (laughs) Anyways, so we had to go through this whole transformation for us of Mm -hmm. money. And it started, people can know, we started off with a road trip. You tricking me into listening to these podcasts. Sneaky. I know. And it happened to be around money, both of them. Uh, mm-hmm. The T. Harv Ecker Millionaire Mindset, Secrets of the Secrets Millionaire, of the millionaire Mind. Yeah. And then Ramit was on a podcast. We listened to T. Harv Ecker with Secrets of the Millionaire, and Ramit did a podcast with with Tim Ferriss. That's right. And Tim Ferriss stuff is long, but we were on our road trip to California. It was like six hours, so we yeah. spent some time listening to it. Yeah. We Anyways, were- we like talking to we like how he talked about it, where he kind of got excited more about it and he put more like personality into the whole money thing which was cool it wasn't about saving it was more do what you love like put more into what you love 
decrease what you don't love. Yeah, he had some philosophies on that. Like, and so the that, rich life. that inspired us a lot. And then we did a challenge with Screw the 9 to 5 group. Called Think Like a Millionaire. Think Like a Millionaire. And that changed our belief system a hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. Because then it started realizing that I was the reason why we were living paycheck to paycheck. Pretty much like I finally took responsibility or you took your responsibility as well. Like, and there was finally realizing that we could change the way we view money. We had money beliefs that kept us living from paycheck to paycheck. Right. And until those were pointed out to us, it's like it was another blind spot. Mm -hmm. Like we just weren't even aware of how we were thinking and how that was keeping us small, basically like keeping us not like we weren't poor, but we were at a level and it's not like we we're going to exceed that very much. Yeah. I didn't know how we were going to move out of my mom's house. And yeah. that was something I wanted. Maybe oh, that's what I wanted too. Yeah. We I both was, wanted, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to not be in so much debt anymore. As you guys can go back to our first cringing podcast, $1,300 on debt a month. Mm-hmm. It was real. That amount was real. <laughs> like it's not fake. Um, I'm sure people listening to that completely understand and maybe even have more. Yeah. We had more before that. Yeah. That was us cutting down. So now we even have less. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our goal is to go to zero. So it was, it's been a transition for us to go through this, but it was such a struggle when I didn't think there was any hope. Yeah. Like I thought this was it. This was my life. I was never going to have my true heart's desire right like there was i just couldn't see how having was like so give me an example of something you thought you were never gonna have i never thought we were gonna be able to afford our own house like on paper it looked like we should be able to buy a house do everything and make it look and have everything and we could technically through the banks get the loan Mm -hmm. but because of the debt ratio the debt it was just like we would be barely making it. And right. we were, so if anything went wrong, we would have completely lost everything. And I know my biggest thing was I did not, I'd rather have lived with my mom than go through that experience of losing anything. Yeah. So it was like, this is safe. That's not, I'm not going to do that. So one thing too is like, it was around that time where I thought we were being smarter with our money. So we did, we were living like stupid young adults. Teenagers. Oh, yeah, we've had our dumb, I mean, that's Bought the I mean. brand new car. We were, were paid everything on credit, credit cards, cards and yeah. vacation on credit cards. And so we and didn't we, pay him off right away. No. Either. So we changed from that to, okay, no more debt. Like we went to Dave Ramsey. And so like at that time, I, I felt like I was smart. I was like, we ha- we're investing our 401k. We're mm-hmm. not spending any more on our card. But at the same time, I was like, like, holy crap, like I still can't get out of this. Like and now I'm aware and how stupid I was. I'm paying for that mistake. But I still don't see how I can get out of it. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't until we went through like the millionaire mindset stuff that it was like, OK, we're, he he does a, a comparison between like how basically regular people think and how wealthy people think. Mm-hmm. And we were definitely thinking like regular people. Yeah. And so it was the name reject the regular yeah. where it came from. So since then, it was like, oh, dang, we started thinking differently. Mm-hmm. And so these are some of the beliefs that we went into around money. And that that changed it for us. The first one was making more money like that wasn't even on our radar before. The only way I thought we could have is that we can make more money is through. Oh, yeah. So the only reason I thought we could we would have any more money would be if I got a raise through my job or if I switched jobs or if I went back to work. Right. Yeah. 
like those were the only options and that was like that was it or some sort of luck like some inheritance or lottery or yeah and i know we had to write down some money beliefs about it and one of them was that the only way you would get rich for me is through inheritance because i knew i was getting inheritance eventually like and it was like oh that's the only way i'm gonna be able to afford anything Mm -hmm. almost like like it's yeah that's kind of like a a luck thing where it's uh you're not exactly planning on it Mm -hmm. you can't make it happen yeah so then when we started going through that process of realizing why what our money beliefs was it showed us because we believed the only way we were going to ever get money or ever um accumulate money was was the reason why it was stopping us yeah so that that stopped us a lot like it's just we were stuck yeah so for instance let's just go ahead and go through a belief because i think it's like what do you mean i don't understand like how can my thoughts really prevent me from making money? Right. Okay. I So I like to use the example of rich people are greedy. Yeah. So that's one of the things too that I thought is that rich people just inherently did something kind of sleazy to be rich. Like, so they're, they're greedy people. They're all about their money. Mm-hmm. They don't care about people. And that was one of those beliefs that I know held me back, even though I like some the rich people I knew weren't, weren't bad at all. Yeah. But it was just like one of those things. And so when you think that way, when you think rich people are greedy, rich people are bad, rich people are cheating, which people I've, I've had conversations with people and they they use those kind of words mm-hmm. that you're subconsciously you don't want to be a rich person. Yeah. Because they're bad guys. And so it's like you don't want to be the the big scumbag that has all the money because you feel like it's a bad guy. So your your subconscious won't let you get past a certain point. Like it won't let you get wealthy that way because you feel like you don't want to seem greedy. Yeah. One of the things I thought about is rich people work a lot. That was one of your things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I guess similar to similar to how I thought. I thought um, you had to work hard to to be rich was one of my biggest things. Yeah. Like that being in the office till eight o'clock in the evening is how you become rich. Right. Like doctors. Doctors have to work a lot. Mm-hmm. And lawyers have to go through all that school and stuff. And so. Exactly. And so. Because of that, I thought the only way we could have not living paycheck to paycheck is if you worked a lot or I worked a lot and I mm-hmm. wasn't about to work a lot. So it made sense when you would work so much. I was like, I was supportive of it. I was like, yeah, yeah go overtime and yeah, do overtime. I do felt it like I was balling. But at the same time, it wasn't really getting us anywhere. Yeah. I was like, do what you need to do. Go ahead. I'm, I'm not mad at it. So like the time thing wasn't an argue. Like the fact that you worked a lot, we never argued about you working a lot. Mm-mm. that is something that we never had an argument on during like why don't you spend enough time for me you're not being there for the kids like it was something that you had to do it was something established a long time i think because you had to go to school as well and so it was easy for me to say yeah do what you need to do to take care of us i'll hold down the home life mm-hmm. and i always hold down the home life and that was the, the role i had to play as i was the mom so i was in the schools and stuff so it's an interesting way that we we didn't fight about certain things. We went into that role, but we never realized it was stopping us from really hitting what the potential. So you want to. So one of my beliefs, and I didn't write it down this way, but the the thing that I really believed was the only way you get more money was through your job or through the job system, mm-hmm. through the corporate ladder, basically. Yeah. So basically, how it works is like you work really hard in the beginning, and then you upgrade your your position. Mm-hmm. You go to management position, then you go to like. The higher ups and higher up and then eventually you, you, that's how you become a ceo mm-hmm. and then that's when you're that's how you get rich but not everybody can get there yeah because there's only one ceo and there's like a ton of people in the company so in my head it wasn't for everybody mm-hmm. but it wasn't until later where it's like 
most CEOs don't don't start that way. Most CEOs start with their idea, they make the company and they build the team. Mm-hmm. And that's actually how how we started our com- our business. Yeah. Where it was just it was like it's an experiment, really. It was like I just want to start some start making some more money on the side mm-hmm. doing this using the skills that I have. And so that's how I started a, a CAD design business because that's what I do full time. Yeah. So I was a designer. So I started offering that and I got more money. And I was like, oh, wait, that's this isn't difficult. Like, yeah. It's not complicated. It's not as hard as we thought it was. Right. It was not some like CEOs and business owners aren't some like magic people. Yeah. So then after we started changing our belief system, um, I start we started like now changing it. Um, I am wealth or wealth is attracted to me or money just flows and it's worked for us like we we've it's weird how far we've come mm-hmm. with money <laughs> like we don't worry about it at all it doesn't become something that we're like oh my god is it you know what are we going to do it's we'll figure it out we've got this if if something comes but we're fine like everything's paid off which is so good everything not all our debt but you know all our utilities and bills we paid ahead of time we're like okay let's just do this right and um let's move forward so we can focus on something bigger. Mm -hmm. So when your time and energy is put on worrying about money and focusing on money. I was a big worrier. Yeah, you were. Like I'm still have to get over some of that stuff because that that kept me really small. And that's one of the reasons why we hated talking about money. And I remember I told you, I don't like spending on myself because every time I spend on myself, something bad happens and I feel guilty because now I can't pay for the car or whatever because I spent on myself. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that every time. So I really did not spend been on myself mm-hmm. and so that was a really big hang-up you still don't right but no even like now i spend a lot more on on learning things where before no, it was yeah, like if it wasn't a necessity i didn't spend on it at all yeah no and we stay committed to it like uh we will not make fear-based money decisions mm-hmm. any longer i think we made that decision when we lost the when we lost your biggest client and you were about to pay into some i don't know what they're called um personal developments oh yeah into personal developments and it was about four thousand dollars and you're like do we still do this and i was like yes because we don't come from the lack of we don't come from the point of view of lack of abundance we still come with like everything and everything has fallen into place we Mm -hmm. did everything well so we did not lack of anything and we were still able to do that i think it's a hard part to get but when we do that when we don't have make decisions fear basely. Now I'm not saying like go to the club when you have to buy groceries. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a big difference. I think that you have to come into recognizing your beliefs first. Like what is it that you believe in with money? Do you think that you have to work hard for money? That's the only way. You know, you really have to go through that process of identifying the the relationship with money first like we did. And then own it. Like, this is what I believed in, but this is how I can transform my belief. And it did take us, it took us a while to get there. Mm-hmm. So I think we, it took us six months, which some people are going to say, oh my gosh, that's super fast. And some people are going to say that's really long. And I think your process is your process. I don't think there should be a time limit for anybody, but it took us six months to learn and still learning. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say I'm all the way 100% like abundance fully flowing through, but I'm getting more comfortable in the idea of coming up with my own way of making money like being um so cookies have i think gave me that for myself because it was already like my skills had to be good enough to do it and somebody was gonna eat it (laughs) which is 
scared me. <laughs> so I had to come from like, I had to have confidence in myself enough to charge for cookies and somebody had to like them. <laughs> the Like when they're eating it. And so I think now that has helped me grow to the point where we're going into and trying to help others and feel confident. So what I think, I think a lot of people suffer from, I'm going to say that word, uh, and this is how I was, was like, you kind of live in a scarcity mindset. So like me, like where I didn't spend money is like, I would hold on to my money so tight. Mm-hmm. And when you're kind of like operating from that position, it's hard to do things. So I'd always buy the cheapest things. Yes. I would always try to do everything myself. Mm-hmm. And so when I have that mindset and you do those sort of things, you act that sort of way, you you have the, the crappier stuff and then you have the stuff that takes you a long time. Quantity over quality. Right. And then so once I got over that, where it's like, no, I'm, I'm, my time is worth more. Uh, it's worth more to get the right tool, to learn the right way to do it. Yeah. Then it's like doors open up. So when you stop living in that crap, I have to hold on to all my money or I might lose it sort of mm-hmm. thing. You start living in like the flow of money. Like you go money in to get money. You you put money out to get money in. Mm-hmm. Then that's when like it just becomes easier. Like money just it's not a stressful subject anymore for me. That's how it worked. Yeah. And it's still learning that and growing with that. And one thing is like, you might be like some of this, I don't understand and that's okay. It's getting you to start thinking of how do you view money is what we just want this conversation to start. And this is how we started. It was, um, rich people were greedy, you know, uh, money didn't grow on trees. Uh, you know, all money is the root of evil. Don't squander your money away. Mm -hmm. Save it for a rainy day. Mm -hmm. So all those things, things that were taught as a don't don't do anything no don't pay for somebody else to do something that you can you can do yourself yeah so some some of those things that you might hear and maybe you can come up with some stuff that is yourself and then we transformed it to now we can solely survive on ourselves our own resources Mm -hmm. we don't need somebody else's resources to help us um and that i know you're like well you need clients yeah but we because of what our skills are is the reason why we have clients and customers and we are able to own businesses so that's how you have to view it but if let's say you don't want to start a business maybe you don't want to you know and we understand that so then you have to take the skills you have and present it to a better employer Better employer, or even the employer, if you love your job now, yeah, you present it. Say so you start realizing your worth, and you can increase your level at where you're at. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's a lot of options, and then I I do think starting your own business or just even like a side gig where it's not even a full business helps you see your worth. When it you doesn't can start, have to be Uber, yeah. <laughs> but when you can start making stuff on your own, you start realizing, yeah, I can do a lot more than than the nine to five job that they're having me do, and you can respect yourself a lot more. Well, you value yourself a lot. Yeah. It it. it brings things out of you when you start an entrepreneurship but i get it not everybody is feeling like the entrepreneurship bug that you and i have and they're like i know i used to not either though yeah i'm just saying like maybe they're just like nah that's not for me sure angel and dan whatever (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think if you guys knew us two years ago you would not recognize who we are today Mm -mm. (laughs) it's crazy it's it's insane how much when you just admit this isn't like this is the the end. <laughs> like there's nothing else. Like you hit rock bottom. You can't go any lower. <laughs> I don't think we got rock bottom, but we definitely got 
We were stuck. Okay, it was rock bottom for me. I didn't <laughs> like it. I didn't want to go any lower, okay? There's, yeah, we didn't want to go lower. I didn't want to hit the lower rock bottom. So to me, it was rock bottom. But no, it was it was that realization of like, crap, I don't like this and I don't want my life to be like this in the next five years because that's what it was looking like. Yeah, it was definitely the feeling of hopeless. Yeah, so once we started changing things, we started changing our environment and then started changing how we think and then it, it helped us a lot. Now we're in a different kind of place where we're not stuck to a job anymore. Now we can go out in the middle of the day, go have lunch. You we know, can move out of Arizona. I, I was thinking about this. I was so glad that we ended up investing in our business. Even at the time, it didn't make like, I look back at it and was like, it doesn't make sense that I, we bought that program. Mm-hmm. Um, It's crazy. Cause I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense. Like why are we even bothered with this? But I'm so glad we did. Cause that, brought us into so much more now. Right. And it was $3,000 and we already, we spent so much money and it was, it was me trusting you. I think I always said, I will trust your decisions with this stuff. That was, that was the first time I decided to show up differently. Mm-hmm. That was, so that was actually based on that, the challenge we did with, with screwed nine to five, the millionaire mindset. mindset challenge. Yeah. So going through that and just having somebody else on a different level, kind of teach us and show us a new way of thinking mm-hmm. that helped us shift our our brain enough and our our behavior so that we showed up differently now we show up as different people mm-hmm. and and that was like one of those pivoting points in our life i feel like yeah and i feel like there's gonna be those moments in your life and you might think well jen and angel that's your story but i think what we want to know is it could be your story as well mm-hmm. there could be a story for you to have a pivoting moment and it's up to you if you're going to grasp it or if you're just going to um, continue we, to be feeling hopeless. And I know, like, for me, I was just like, I didn't want to do it. Angel was just like, we need, to, like, you should. Like, he didn't push me. And I finally said, okay, fine, I'll do it. And I'll do it to the fullest. And and that's how I went in. I was like, then I'm going to show up. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to show up because nothing else is working anyways. Yeah. Nothing else is happening anyway. So that I might was, as well. Like we can't keep doing the same thing and expect different results. Yeah. I was like, we can't, this isn't going to change. So I was, might as well just show up to the fullest and do everything I need to do. And I did. And it just transformed me into realizing that I had more power and control in my life than I thought I did. Mm-hmm. And that I was able to do so much more. The so, cool thing, since we, so we did that whole thing, mm-hmm. the challenge was free, the program that we ended up buying we ended up making that much money back within like a month. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy crap, this is like a different way of operating. And then so since then, we I had, uh, left the day job. Like yeah. I wasn't the employee anymore. And then I left the clients. Now I don't have to go into offices anymore. Mm-hmm. And so now we have the freedom. And now we're looking and at we even more freedom. And we still have the client around, guys. Angel just is so exaggeration where he said he gets fired. He didn't get fired. Did I say get fired? Yeah, you said you got fired. It was in, I have the proof in oh, the okay. podcast. I do. I didn't hear what I said. <laughs> so, but no, but like now, we, so we have the opportunity of I can work from home and now home can be anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so this is where it's like, holy crap, we're, we used to live in our mother's house or your mother's house. My mama. <laughs> we used to be there. I used to have to get up at five in the morning, go to work, come back. Now it's like I can work from wherever I want. And so mm-hmm. that's why, that's why we have plans to go to Puerto Rico. Yep. And so... Like now we're going to go into the online business. So like all these things opened up for us because we decided to do that one thing, to try something different. Mm-hmm. And 
And yeah, now we're now we're like just gonna get yeah, crazy. Yeah, because I mean, you you know how you see the YouTubers are before Corona hit, but they were traveling everywhere and yeah. they're doing crazy things. And you're just like, oh my! Like you would live vicariously through YouTubers. You would live vicariously through TV people, whatever that is. You know, you live through that. You're like, I want that. I just don't know how to get that. <laughs> yeah. So I think the one thing is really recognizing the belief systems and your whys and you start drowning it down. And trying different stuff. That's what we're about stuff. with Reject the Regular is like, stop doing the normal stuff that everybody else is doing mm-hmm. and try something different for yourself. So because of this, we actually have something in mind that we're going to be doing in a little while. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to get on that, the wait list, if you want to try something new and, and see where it takes your life, go to readytoreject.com. And just sign up. And then from there, you'll just be updated and you'll know all the details the first as soon as it comes out. But yeah, we're ready to to kind of pass it on. Yeah. So that we can help other people with kind of do the same thing so that they don't have to feel stuck where they're at. Yeah. And if you want to keep updated with us on what's going on and um, what we're releasing, go follow us at Facebook or Instagram at Reject the Regular. But until then, guys. Dream big and take action. Bye. Bye.